Hey everybody, it's Billy Rainford from Direct Motocross here once again. Uh, with me this time, we've got a guy, uh, a Calgary lad, who uh, went into the final round of the Future West Moto Arena Cross Championships with a one-point lead over the defending champ in the Pro Open class. This would have been his first, I'm just going to rub it right in here, sorry Keelan, but uh, this would have been his first big pro kind of kind of championship here in Canada, had he, uh, had he held on to this thing here. We're going to I'm going to obviously make this the longest intro in uh, podcast history. Uh, we'll get to our guest. <laughs> now, I'm just kidding, but I've got Keelan Meston here. Keelan, you're, uh, thank you very much for sitting and having a little chat with us. Uh, thanks for having me, Bill. It's always a pleasure, of course. Well, it's always a pleasure at this end having you on, too. So uh, so feel free to let loose and just kind of say whatever pops into your mind, because I always get a kick out of your, uh, your insights. But uh, where are you right now? <laughs> I'm about... Half an hour, 45 minutes from Calgary, uh, just coming back from the race this weekend and making my way home and trying to figure out what's next in life. <laughs> okay, well, so that means the uh, are the mountains in the rearview mirror then, or are you, are you into the plains? Yeah, uh, the mountains are in the rearview mirror and just kind of cresting the Scott Lake Hill, and uh, yeah, my hometown of Calgary will be in sight in about five minutes. Okay, cool, man. Well... That's, uh, I guess, I mean, the drive from Vancouver to Calgary, I guess pretty tough to argue against that being kind of the nicest long drive you can do in Canada, really. Oh, yeah, of course. It's gorgeous. Like, I think all you Ontario folks got it all wrong. You're missing out. I mean, you guys got Blue Mountain, but it just it really doesn't compare to what we got out here. All right. I'm not trying to pick an east west, east versus west fight here with you, Keelan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry. Maybe I just got a chip on my shoulder. It sounds like you might, uh, but actually it's funny you say that because I was driving home from Ottawa the other uh, last week or whatever and took the highway number seven, which is north of the 401, and it's just rolling hills and rocks and the Canadian Shield, and I'm like, why don't we all live up in this part of Ontario? It's just like so much more beautiful than down here in southwestern Ontario where I am. Yeah, I mean, I think anywhere you go in Canada is pretty gorgeous, aside from the massive city centers, but I mean... It's a beautiful country we live in, and I, I, and I think that's what I love so much about doing the whole circuit is just being able to experience every aspect of Canada. Like, I don't think there's one place in our series that I, like, I don't enjoy traveling to because it's just, and I've been doing it for so long, you think I get tired of it, but uh, no, it's. I think there's little treasures everywhere. Hey, should we upset Daryl Murphy and say, yeah, you really like the outskirts of Regina? <laughs> hey, I actually, I mean, like, I grew up in Alberta, and I kind of get the best of both worlds with the mountains and the prairies, and I, like, I love the prairies just as much as I love the mountains. Uh, I, I know some people might find that hard to believe or can't comprehend, but there's, I mean, there's beauty in, in the flatlands to me, so. All right. Well, let's um, let's say actually, while we, I mean, hey, I'm not typing any of this, so I can just kind of tangent all over the place. What about uh, speaking of tracks, and uh, obviously uh, Regina is back on the schedule for this season. Uh, a team, a track that you are, of course, very familiar with. These guys helped out your program, the uh, Dorva down there in Drumheller. What? Uh, tell us a little bit about that. What's that going to be like? Uh yeah, I'm actually really excited for that. They're uh, yeah, so um, two fellas. Uh, ben Fuchs and Brad Peak, 
and then the rest of their board, they actually went to Hamilton Supercross back in 2018. Yeah, I saw pitch. them there. Yeah, so they wanted to pitch about getting into the, into the circuit and helping out and uh, trying to add some benefit to to a tough program because it's, I mean, we have a, for Canada, it's a logistically, like it's just logistically very difficult for for Jetworks to, to make it work, right? Like it's just so much ground to cover. And they went to them saying like, hey, we like we love the sport and uh, we want to make this happen. So that that's kind of how it all started. And, and at the time they, they kind of reached out to me too and, and asked if I would kind of help facilitate with, with uh, trying to bridge the gap there and, and also help me um, just continue pursuing my race career. And uh, yeah, and now it's, it's ended up to the point where we have a race drum heller and I, I'm, yeah, I'm more than excited for it. Like beautiful scenery, uh, nice uh, farm dirt, kind of like that black clay with topsoil and, in the rolling hoodoos of, of uh, dinosaur provincial park. Um, yeah, it's a, it, like, I mean, it might be a little rocky for the first year, just being their first national, but they're reaching out to Calgary and trying to get some, some insight from them on, on how to get things rolling. And, and, uh, like we had a meeting about a month ago with the entire board and, uh, and, uh, vendors and just, yeah, like they're working diligently on, on trying to meet the standards of the circuit. So, I mean, like, I think either they, like with any other round, you could potentially run into troubles, but uh, it won't be for a lack of effort. So, and I'm, yeah, I'm very excited to work with them and it should be a, yeah, it should be, it should be a great race. Cool. Now, what, how far is that from Calgary actually? It is about an hour and a bit uh, northeast of Calgary, so it, uh, they should be able to attract quite a bit of viewership too and spectators because there's a like they'll obviously attract maybe a chunk of the Calgary crowd, and then there's a ton of surrounding towns, and then Drumheller is small itself, which I mean to some people might complain about that, but I think with a small town like that and strong marketing you should be able to get the whole town to uh show up to the race right for sure man it's yeah it's cool it's kind of like when we used to do uh you know calgary and edmonton just uh kind of up and down the highway there yeah <laughs> yeah no, just a simple simple shot and i mean more more opportunity for everyone to enjoy the great province of alberta of course <laughs> hey now what's the actual track <laughs> like i've watched some videos and things but will you kind of help them and guide them towards some track changes or anything or what do you think yeah, so we actually, we started working on a new layout in the fall, and uh, we ran into a, a little bit of trouble with uh, the weather, just like, you know, with us, we kind of get our, our wacky weather on the edge of the mountains here, and we got a big dump of snow, and so that kind of put a hold to it, um, but the layout, like, the, the layout's roughed in, it's just a matter of building, uh, building a few features, which, it'll all work in the landscape, it's rolling hills, and it's uh, not a soup like it's not a super fast track, but it uh, it'll be technical and, and uh, yeah, really working for the landscape and it has a beautiful backdrop of uh, of the valley. So yeah, it's, it'll be a gorgeous a gorgeous facility. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, 
looking forward to checking it out. That that's going to be good. Um, and how about you? Are you happy that uh, Kamloops is back on? Or are you going to miss Prince George? I know it's a bit of a drive up there, but people like the track, huh? Uh, honestly, I'm indifferent. I I mean, that was probably my favorite part about going to PG was just the drive up there through uh, Jasper and whatnot. Um, but yeah, Kamloops has always been a staple of the series back in the CMRC days. And, and I always thought that was a challenging track that got beat up and in every odd year you had it where it was really hot. So yeah, I think it's, it's a good, uh, swap out. Um, it's not like we dropped a good track and went to a crappy one. So no, I think it should be exciting going back there as well. Okay, cool. I'm happy because my sister lives in Kamloops, so I get free accommodations for, uh, for a lot longer. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> All right, Keelan, well, let's, um, have you done, let's move into what uh, what just went down here. We just finished round eight of the Future West Moto Arena Cross Championships. Had, what's your history racing that uh, with the Future West? Have you done that before? Yeah, I've hit some, like, on-off races with them. I, I raced it back when I was an intermediate. did, like, a couple rounds. And I've done a couple rounds as a pro here and there, like, maybe a few years ago. Um, but not a ton. Like, I mean, my arena cross racing, like uh pretty slim like I've, yeah i haven't done a ton other than following like the triple crown circuit that one year and yes one off races with future west but uh yeah every time i go it's it's fun and um i mean arena cross racing has its ups and downs but uh leslie and and the whole crew there Newf and, and beaten and they just uh yeah they put on a great 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 event and um i mean for a small series, it's really well run and a great opportunity to stay on the bike over the winter. Right. What year was it you were intermediate? So I'm going to go back through my photos. Oh, maybe uh, it was either 2008 or 2009. And I remember going there and actually doing pretty well uh, or like having good speed. But and I think like my competition would have been uh, like Trey Franklin and and a few other guys and I remember just totally dummying myself over the big double and uh getting carted off going to the hospital I broke a few things and uh it KO'd myself and I vowed that I would never race arena cross again and I took a hiatus for <laughs> <laughs> a long time I can't remember when I actually went back it had to have been like 2015 2016 that I actually went and raced arena cross again but uh yeah, that's uh, that that that's 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 the low side of arena cross racing, as many people know. Right. All right. Oh, getting some getting some crackling here. Sorry, just trying to work on my sound. Oh. What? Uh, okay. So what? So this year, uh, when and why did you decide to do uh, to take a run at this thing? Uh, it just seemed like a good opportunity to stay on the bike and. Um, and kind of keep my name in circulation. Like I didn't really have uh, too many opportunities or offers from teams for the upcoming year. And uh, unfortunately, like CTR is not coming back and they're just going to focus on East Coast Cross. And I'm really grateful for the opportunity they gave me to race the Canadian circuit uh, last year. But uh, yeah, I just thought it'd be a great chance to stay on the bike, make a little bit of money. And, and, uh, yeah, it, uh, it, uh, yeah, I don't know what more to say about that. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> it seemed like 
it just made sense to go and do it this year. Right, right. And it's, uh, I guess you'd, what did you do between the, I mean, it went a couple weekends in a row. Did you stay out West or did you go home? What did you do? Yep. I actually, my parents, they got a little place out in Kelowna and I went back and my sister lives there. So I went back to Kelowna in between the rounds and hung out with her and just, I have a bunch of other family out there. So visit with them and don't have too many opportunities to see them. So it was good to, it was good to just kind of to uh, check off a bunch of boxes while I was out there and, and enjoy some time with family and, and be able to ride my bike as well. Sure, and drive back and forth through the mountains in the middle of winter. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's no problem for me. I'm a, come on, man, I'm a class one driver. I'm a super trucker. Yeah, I know, but uh, I've, I've, I've had my share of driving up and down there, so I know how bad it can actually get on the old Coquihalla. Uh, you got to get some Michelins on that caravan of yours. <laughs> I got a mixed bag of everything I can find. <laughs> <laughs> all right keelan so you uh you had the 450 only you didn't a lot of guys would be doing both classes riding a 250 in both uh you and defending champ colin Duran, he was riding both bikes right yep yeah he was on both bikes uh yeah i just had the 450 i mean um brent carlson helped me out with that it just to kind of keep me on the bike over the winter and uh it just didn't make sense to go buy buy a 250 and and uh, just, like, I mean, just racing for Arena Cross. Like, I, you know, we, he, we got the 450, and then I was able to ride some outdoors here and there when the weather was good. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a long way to drive for just one class. But, I mean, I got to race the Dash for Cash as well. And, and I still got lots of time on the track. But, it, uh, yeah, that's just kind of how that, how that went. Okay, well, let's talk about the competition and stuff. I mean, obviously, Colin is really fast at that arena cross stuff. I mean, he's proven that in the past. He's always been good. And then, uh, but you went into the final round, the eighth round there this past Saturday with a one-point lead heading into it. Uh, how did all that come about? Like, uh, has the racing been really close? I mean, I've, you know, I've seen you being one-two, and then Colin had a, I think he had a DNF or he had some problems anyway. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it was like for the first bit, um, Colin definitely had an edge on all of us and I was still kind of figuring out my bike and, and a good indoor setup like is I mean I had been racing the Yamaha all summer and and when I got to the race like first couple rounds I was running different clamps and, and a different setting and found like just little things and so as as the weekend went on we were making sw- small tweaks and ended up doing different getting a different uh, suspension setting and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, as the weekends went on, I was kind of slowly chipping away at Colin and, and giving him a run for his money. And then he had uh, one or two rounds there where uh, he had some, some mistakes and, and uh, ended up crashing out one night. And, uh, and I had another night where I beat him straight up and beat him in the dash a couple times. And, but, uh, yeah, he's definitely... He definitely has a knack for it, and uh, his mentality is just on another level. And uh, with the indoor game, he just he has so much experience, and he knows the right moves and, and uh, where to hit his marks and when to make his make his passes. And, and definitely a, a big guy, and and makes he's an aggressive rider. Um, but yeah, like coming in, uh, yeah, I guess with that DNF he had, it gave me a bit of an advantage. And then um, we went into the break, and then first race back, 
Uh, it was going good. I actually felt really good. Had my bike dialed in and feeling really comfortable and um, went into the first uh, heat race of, of the night. And ironically, uh, uh, yeah, ironically, call. <laughs> uh, it was Jaren that was one. He just absolutely body checked me. And uh, I, I, I don't know how to describe it other than like, you know that game, like Mortal Kombat? Like <laughs> yes. That's a Chinese fighting game. I, I felt like in my head, I felt like I was in that game and just got absolutely like, like, like kicked to the chest. And uh, yeah, I just went flying and um, we both went down and I, I hit the fence and kind of, I whacked my hand really good and, and I actually tweaked my wrist. Um, tweaked my wrist pretty bad and then uh, also dislocated my finger and uh so i i actually i wasn't really gonna line up that night but i mean yeah i had the points lead and i was doing well and riding well so i i mean a few people convinced me to tough it out and and actually uh yeah race that night and got this and I mean, not ideal but for having a having a finger that's just dangling there with some ligament <laughs> damage and and not really being able to hang on. And it was all in my throttle hand too. So like didn't really have a ton of mobility and, and strength, but I uh, made it work. So, and it was same thing, like just kind of tough for the rest of the weekend, and, but kept working at like working at the injury and trying to make it better, get more mobility and dealing with the pain and stuff. Yeah. And just kind of mentally tough through it and, and, and made it work. I mean, I'm kind of beating myself up right now that, I, I didn't, I like, in my head, I feel like I could have toughed it out more, but, I mean, it's just, I, at, at the time, I did what I could do, and I just didn't quite have it, and, uh, yeah, he, uh, in the end, he, he got the best of me, and, and it is what it is, I mean, it's just a fun, small series, I had a blast being out there, meeting, meeting some new people, and really getting to know some families that uh, I see at the races, but don't really have a have a chance to talk too much and yeah just it was despite having some some issues and being and uh some injuries yeah i had a had a really good time just hanging out and and, and enjoying my time with the carlsons and and all my friends out there that i don't really get to see too much i mean that's awesome so what were you um i mean we spoke on friday just for the friday update i just wanted to have a little quick chat with you there just before you went in with the points lead and stuff but uh were you um I don't know, was that in your head at all? Or were you just, were you just more, it sounds like you were just more concerned that you're going to be able to hold on to the bike properly. You weren't nervous or excited about it first possible pro championship or what? Um, I mean, yeah, it, it definitely like, like coming in after the break, I felt uh, really confident on the bike. I just like everything felt like it was gelling and I was enjoying my setup and, and yeah. And I was just kind of, digging the vibe being there and after that happened it was just it uh it, you know how it is a, as a racer like when things are perfect you're you're on a high and, and then when they're not it's it kind of takes you back a bit and so it definitely messed with me mentally and and here and there that maybe got the best of me but i mean um being a farm farm boy that i am i just had to had to buckle down and do what i can to to make it work and um yeah, like I said, I'm still kind of beating myself up that right now, thinking that I could have could have just manned up a little harder or whatever, and 
and uh, and toughed it out. But uh, I just, yeah, I didn't quite. I mean, you know how it is. You kind of mess up your wrist, and, and you kind of don't really have a ton of strength, and you you start changing your technique and not really riding the same, and and riding a little tight or whatever. And that was just kind of the case. And, and uh, yeah, I just couldn't make it happen. But I mean, it's like I said, it's just a small series. And, and uh, we just go there to get back on the bike and break up the winter and, and have some fun. So it's, I mean, to me, it's, it's at the end of the day, it's not a, not a huge deal, but it would have been fun to, to really give him a run for his money or with a, with a full effort by the end there, but it wasn't for a lack of trying. Right. Now what about, um, so anyway, you ended up second, four points down. Uh, I mean, you, like you say, you're a little disappointed that you, whatever it's kind of tough you know it's it's as a racer you always look back and what if should have and all that kind of stuff but looking back second place bit of an injury again you've never done that whole series before you had to, let's talk about the uh some of the young guns there breathing down your throats huh yeah actually like a lot of those kids in bc um like i was actually i was on the phone uh with uh, moss yesterday talking about some of those kids out there and they're we almost feel like their talent indoors is better than their talent outdoors. And, and like not saying that they're bad outdoor riders, but they're incredibly good indoor riders like, like Piccolo and Casey Keast and Julian Benick and Marcus Ducey, uh, like some of those intermediate kids. And, and uh, even like there's that, uh, that kid from off road, uh, uh, Bert Gillamy, like, mm-hmm. I think he just made the transition to motocross and he's riding indoors phenomenally too. And, um, yeah, there's, there, there's a ton of talent out there and it's, it's, uh, I think some of them kind of still fly under the radar a little bit, but, uh, yeah, they were, they were given like, uh, I mean, Colin and I were the two oldest guys there racing. I think we're the same age and, uh, yeah, every weekend those kids are giving us a run for our money. Um, and even like Piccolo in the little bike class, I think he, if he wasn't, <laughs> wasn't on his head, he was uh, winning the race. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they're, they're ripping for sure. <laughs> yeah. I thought so. Like I was saying in my Monday morning coffee article, it's like, you know, those kids in BC, they've, they have got like a, like a, a talent factory maker there that, uh, that series. I mean, the kids over the years, I mean, look at all the kids from over the years, right. They just, uh, excel at the indoor stuff because of that future West series. So, yeah, yeah, you get out there and try to race these guys, kids, and you're like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, and it's it's cool that they have that, sorry, um, it's cool that they have that opportunity to to do that throughout the winter. I mean, like, theoretically, they could race there or ride there all year round in the lower mainland, but it, it just rains so much that they, they just kind of, they don't get lucky with the weather that they can ride on the bike, but... Uh, but it's cool that they have that opportunity to to get gate drops and and have that series and race indoors, and, and I think we're starting to see it now. Like I think we're gonna have a wave of racers out of BC that maybe make a run at uh, at Supercross here in the next I don't know five five ten years, and just because they have that that opportunity to hone their indoor skills over the winter. Like, look, we just saw Tyler Gibbs at, uh, at San Diego and he's a kid that comes out of that future West series and, 
And uh, we're seeing a lot of little kids going to do the futures from BC that are on racing 50s, 60s, 85s, even all the way up to intermediate. And uh, yeah, I think uh, I think it's really it's it's a really cool opportunity for those kids. I'm, I'm sure some of them wish there's more 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 rounds to to race at. Yeah, for sure. And those and the fact that it's in that uh, the Chilliwack Heritage Park. I mean, that with the two rooms. It's not like your standard arena cross. It's like a real, it's not a super cross, but it's not an arena cross. You know, it's somewhere in the middle and really gives you a good, good, uh, good practice, good training. Yeah, for sure. Right. Like, I mean, it's, it's almost, I feel like it's almost on par with like those futures tracks. Like yeah, true. Dude, there's, there's almost full rhythm sections from one end of the barn to the next. And you typically get about six lanes in there. I mean, it's, yeah, it's not a full length of a supercross track, but I feel like the lap time's got to be darn near around 40 seconds, like plus or minus five seconds. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's a really cool series and it's really cool what Leslie's doing there and, and uh, everyone behind her and, and the group of people she's working with. Yeah, for sure. We're talking about Leslie Reed, by the way, if anyone isn't familiar, but uh yeah, she took it over from the Hellums, uh, Jamie Hellum, Jamie and John Hellum back in the day. And oh man, it's been, uh, yeah. I've been going to those. They used to go on to the island. Man, I was back in the, wow, 2003, 2002. <laughs> yeah, good yeah. but for sure. But it's been around for a long time. And it's, again, it's made a lot of kids fast, made a lot of kids have some success in the, uh, in the Supercross and indoor type stuff like we're talking about. But okay, so you got second place and now uh, you're on your way home. What the heck's next for you? Uh, well, I'm coming home and I'm going to regroup here and I just get a week under my belt here at home and see some friends and family and get ready to head south. I'm not really sure where I'm going yet. I'm just honestly kind of flying by the seat of my pants. I, uh, I, uh, yeah, just, it's kind of one of those years where there's not too much available and I haven't really... Um, or I was just kind of struggling with finding something, but, uh, things are in the works and yeah, I'll, uh, head south here and get some riding in and, and prep for the prep for the upcoming season. And, uh, yeah, it should be, should be fun. I got a pretty sweet deal in the works here. I mean, I can tell you, well, I'm not going to edit it out. So tell me if you want, I can tell you. Yeah. Well, it's, (laughs) it's sweet. It's really cool. Um, so I'm going to be under the GDR Honda tent. Oh, here we go. And I'll be on a Honda, or uh, sorry, on a Yamaha with a parts credit from uh, Cowie. Wait, what? And <laughs> yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then uh, JSR is going to be my agent. You just talked about four different brands. Yeah, I know. Like, it's just going to be a full effort to get me out to the races this year. I mean, I'm such a likable guy. Everybody wants to help. Me. <laughs> I'm scraping the bottom of the of the barrel here. Yeah, I think being as humble as you just sounded there, I think that's what that's what really helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I got I got uh, got some stuff in the works. It just uh, we got lots of logistics to figure out and uh, and and uh, nail some stuff down. But uh, yeah, it should be an exciting year, and I think yeah, you'll see see me out there, and I'll uh, I'll try to think of more witty things to say i mean i'm not very good but i'm working on it 
So in classic Keelan style, none of that was true. Is there a hint of anything in that that you just told us? <laughs> uh, no, not really. Other than <laughs> um, uh, JSR and uh, and uh, Steve Beatty uh, gave me a hand with Arena Cross, set, sent me a set of suspension. That was awesome, and I can't thank them enough for giving me a hand there and, and some insight with, like Steve was great, giving me a little bit of help with what he would do with Cole at the, at the races and stuff, giving me some ideas of things to try. And, and also Dean Thompson at Blackton Direct and Direct Suspension, um, who uh, uh, Boston Calder, who was my mechanic last year, is now operating the suspension division for Dean. He was coming out and do, or uh, assisting me and helping me with my suspension. And, and uh, yeah, so I can't thank those guys enough for giving me a hand there. And, and then also uh, Brent, he's, he's awesome. Um, just, I mean, that guy's totally turned my life around. I mean, not like my life was ever in a, in a bad, bad place, but uh, just uh, the opportunity to continue racing and, and turn it into a career is, was um, just, I'll be forever grateful for that. Nice, man. Yeah, it's not uh, not many uh, better or nicer people to have in your corner than Brent Carlson and Trevor Carlson. I mean, they're just uh, stand-up family, that's for sure. Yeah, and I think, like, I mean, a lot a lot of people, like, might not know, but, like, those, those like, that family, they have so much involvement in the sport that people don't even know or, or recognize, but if, I think if he wasn't here, we would see a lot of people not on the gate and and probably a lot of um, things in the sport would not even exist. Like, Well, uh, I know some tracks would have been different last year, at least one of them, if he didn't pull through with some uh, some dirt and stuff. Yeah, that's true. And it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, for for one one man or I guess one family, like they they have a big big part in uh, the Canadian moto industry. And yes, I mean, I think a lot of people would, uh, would say the same that they're, they would be forever grateful for their, uh, their help and their input into the race community. Yeah, no, for sure. No, without a doubt, they're a big, big part and a big heart, those guys. But, uh, all right, Keelan. So we are going to see you on the track when arena cross starts the whole series or what's, uh, what's your plan? Give us a little bit. Um, Still working out the arena cross side of things, uh, for sure, doing the outdoors. Um, but uh, ideally, would like to either race the whole the whole circuit or kind of do, do what I did last year and go do some AMAs and and uh, yeah, do the first two and then and then maybe some during the breaks and then Ironman at the end. There is it going back to Ironman? I think it is. Yeah, but, yeah I believe uh, so. Yeah, so I, either or, it'll either be the indoor stuff here in Canada or some, some outdoors down in the States, but uh, for sure planning for the outdoors in uh, in Canada. Okay, awesome. Well, that's good. That's good to hear. Anyway, we'll, uh, we'll wait to hear more on the, on the old details as you, uh, as you put them together. But uh, hey, what, before I let you go here, what, uh, how are things going at the old Bent Methods? Uh, good, actually. Yeah, it's... Uh, Jared and I have been having a ton of fun with it and uh, I mean for us it kind of started out as a bit of a, a pastime over the winter and and uh and we're actually getting a ton of good feedback like I mean for the uh, the amount of followers we have I think we have a good chunk of them 
like between like the between the two of us, the amount of followers we have, like we have a good chunk of them that are that are following and listening to the show and and uh yeah, it's good. I mean we're gonna I think we'll try and do maybe another episode here this week and not really sure who who it's gonna be with, or maybe it'll just be him and I shooting the shit back and forth. But uh yeah, it's good and it's I mean it's growing and I think it's kind of cool that we can put something out there that, uh, just added a little bit of content to the Canadian moto scene. Yeah, for sure. For sure. There's always, there's definitely room. There's room for more, right? So it's good to have you guys out there doing that. Uh, maybe I'll listen to one of them. Yeah. Well, we'll have to get you on one day. I'm sure like, actually we got to set that up. Uh, I think like we kind of talked about it and we want to make it like, we want to make it mobile so we can, maybe bring like all the gear with us uh for the series and stuff and and interview people on the road and and uh yeah i mean that's just an easier opportunity for us to get more guests and and whatnot since we're like based in calgary and there's not too many people out here but uh (laughs) yeah maybe we'll have to get you on for one i'm sure you can tell us some stories (laughs) uh nobody cares oh everybody cares what are you talking about (laughs) <laughs> Everybody wants to know the dirty details. I think that's why people listen. Is like we kind of. I mean, obviously, we care about our persona, and and we don't want to like hurt anybody's feelings or 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 whatever. But I, I think it's just a bit of a twist where you can see our personalities and and other personalities, like we saw with like Colton and Dylan. Like, I obviously everybody knows Dylan's a character, but he there's not too many opportunities where you get to see, see those guys in that light and, and really get to like be there and, and, uh, experience their like core personality. And that's, that's what we find is, is kind of cool about it is it's just a different kind of a different setting for, uh, for people to come express themselves, especially like Jared and I, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to get you on there. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll. Uh, I, w- I won't hold my breath, but uh, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Uh, you know, I'm always open for stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll make it happen. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be. Uh, we'll have to. We'll do a uh, a collab effort where uh, one of the rounds because we'll be doing our um, our sneaky weasel kind of moto show kind of thing, moto central show on the. I guess it'll yeah, be Saturday a, now. Yeah, we'll get a let's get a keg a sneaky weasel in there. <laughs> Saturday night before the race and we'll just really let loose. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. We'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, Keelan. Well, where are you now? Are you in the city limits? Yeah, just getting into Calgary now and uh, I'll be home here in about 10, 10 minutes or so. Okay, nice. Well, hey man, I appreciate it. There, we helped you get through the last uh, 35 minutes of your drive. <laughs> Who would you, do you want to, yeah. uh, do you want to thank some people before we let you go, man? Uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I guess I already kind of mentioned everybody that that's behind me. I mean, uh, like, yeah, I can't thank the Carlsons and, and, uh, the Dorva crew enough. And, and also, uh, I guess there's one person I didn't mention is, uh, uh, Brad had a had automotive automotive. He's been, he's been a huge help to me this year. And then his young son, uh, Parker just raced, uh, the KTM junior challenge at San Diego this weekend and got third. So that was pretty cool. And to see, see him have some proud dad moments. Hmm. Um, yeah. And JSR and KTM kind of giving me a bit of a helping hand over the winter and, 
and uh, my parents, oh, geez, uh, my dogs and cats. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, gosh, do I have any other pets? Uh, I don't know. My girlfriend, I guess you got to mention her. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If I forgot anybody, just uh, shoot me a text and I'll, uh, I'll get, I'll call you back. Really. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do this. Uh, we'll start over. <laughs> yeah, we'll get an extension or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kilimo. Uh, hey, also, as always, do you have any, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Do you have any life lessons or any kind of uh, a one-liner for us to, to go out on? Oh, man. Uh, um, I know. Well, you know what? After what uh, Kevin Lapp came up to me after the race this past weekend, and uh, he said, uh, tough luck, man, and uh, kind of, Tried. He felt. He felt for me, and I, I said back to him. I said, uh, "I said life goes on, Kev." I told him that's my motto. So <laughs> life goes on. Uh, I mean, that's all I got. All right. Well, that's okay. That's that's good. Kevin Lapp. Remember, I remember <laughs> years and years ago, we used to go do this thing, the video thing where we go through uh, the pro factory rigs and stuff like that. We did one. Did one with Kevin Lapp when he had his uh, truck and stuff like that. His little trailer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, was a classic. Kevin Lepp's a great kid. He's a he's a guy. Yeah. Prov- he's a guy proving that you can be a nice guy and still succeed in real estate. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, yeah, he's a he's a super nice guy, and uh, that was actually like my first time uh, doing this series. Like, uh, that was my first time really being able to get to know him, and yeah, just really down to earth, and, and uh, yeah, just a really nice guy. It's guys like that that you wish were a little bit more in the scene but if uh piccolo comes like he's helping out piccolo so oh that's right maybe we'll see him a little see him a little more this uh summer if he's helping out piccolo yeah yeah one of my favorite photos of all time is a picture of kevin holding his the collar of his t-shirt down and showing the uh the staples on his collarbone <laughs> oh yeah that's yeah, a beaut <laughs> yeah that's a good one all right keelan well uh man we're gonna keep thinking of new things to talk about so i better i uh, better let you go here you're probably in your driveway now trying to back your rig up but uh <laughs> all right buddy well hey no. thanks for the chat thanks for taking the time with us congrats on coming oh so close to winning the title and uh good luck putting all your stuff together man thank you very much yeah no thanks billy and yeah for sure congrats to uh colin and uh, courtney on the championship and maybe i'll get them back one day but uh yeah, thanks for the chat, and hopefully see you in the summer. Sounds good. You will for sure. Thanks, Keelan. Bye-bye. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Billy.